on screen. Hello, everybody. Hey. It's Screens on Screens on Screens. I'm Jay. I'm Mia. And you know what? Today, we're just going to have some fun with the apocalypse. Well, what's more fun (laughs) than the end of times, Jay? You know, I'm obsessed with the end of times. I'm obsessed with the end of days. Oh, it feels like a warm embrace. Absolutely. Compared to daily life? Well, I kind of feel like if I watch enough of these things, it'll prepare me. Absolutely. Mentally, emotionally, physically. Well, and you'll also, you'll have some lines in your back pocket you can pull out for those moments that need a dramatic flair. Absolutely. You'll be ready. Don't die on me. (laughs) You and what army? (laughs) The thing is, okay, we're talking about the apocalypse, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of a bring down, but we're going to have fun with it because we're Mary and Jay. We always have fun with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go right in. How about you, Mary? What you got? I'm going to start. I'm going to start with one that is uh, just a... You want to play What's That Movie? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. This is a Hollywood couple that's married that made the movie. Okay. Um, 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 Paul Newman and... (laughs) No. Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward (laughs) did not make an apocalypse movie. I'm sure of it. Um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie before Mm. they got divorced. What's in the box? (laughs) Sorry, that's good. No. That was from Seven. Screens on screens on screens. (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) And and, and which, uh, which film did they meet and fall in love on? Uh, Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That is correct. Screens on Thank screens you. on screens. Ding, 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 ding. That's great. But that's not what we're they talking about. They ruined lives. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so many. But I still click there on everything. It was an apocalypse for Jennifer Aniston. But anyway, what's the next clue? It was. Um, he was on a sitcom that was very popular. She was in a movie that made the fashion industry have a good giggle. Okay. Let's see. Um, sitcom? Yes, he was in a very famous sitcom. It was one of those mockumentary sitcoms, and he's the director, but they both star in it. Oh. You're so um, close to it. I am. Would you like to know her country of birth? It's not the U.S. Yes. It's it's the U.K. Oh, 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 oh. It's John Krasinski and Emily my friend Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. I love her. It's A Quiet Place. Well, I love John Krasinski, too. A Quiet Place. I saw that in the theater. Oh, it must have been so quiet. <laughs> was, you could, you could it hear, was riveting. You could hear the popcorn being chomped. It was riveting. It's a fantastic film, and they even made a sequel to it. But it's kind of about the end of the world. These big insects are here, and you got to be quiet. They can hear you. They come, and they see, and they kill you. Yeah, they're from they're aliens, and yeah. they can't really see very well, but they can hear extremely well. Yes, they don't have the uh, they don't have they haven't gotten the uh, insurance for the vision. <laughs> they couldn't find anything to help them. No accommodations were made. They're out there just not being able to see, but they can hear like nobody's business. They really can hear. And when you shoot them, you just get them angry and then they go, I can see, I can see. No, they don't do that. They don't do that. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> this lovely I couple. can walk. I have legs. <laughs> but they kind of look like, um, you know, like in a movie and you're watching and you're thinking, oh, I wonder what the alien looks like. And then you see it and it's kind of like. They're kind of gross. Well, it's, like, it's like an insect meets a. A, a Lincoln Log toy, like a Tinker toy. Yeah, and they lobster. do walk, I think, on two. I mean, they're kind of upright. Yeah. But they're really quick. Super fast. Yeah, really quick. Yeah, they can grab that kid pretty quick if he makes Aww. a noise. <laughs> well, what you, it's the end of the world. You're happily married and you got, what, they had three kids. Three kids. And One of they, them's deaf. Oh, that's oh, important. Oh, that's very that's important. That's important. One of them's deaf. That's very important. Yes. Yes. And she's, she's so cute. She is. And yeah, she's really deaf in real life. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yay, Hollywood. Yeah. She's, cool. she's just so cute. Yeah. And yet we won't Loved let her. John Krasinski speak in his normal accent. But whatever. <laughs> Which is probably for the best. Krasinski? What are you talking about? He's Wait. American. Yeah, he's got that Boston accent in real Does life. Does he? Oh, it's harsh. I never heard him speak in his Boston accent. There's a commercial with him and one of your Chris's, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. And, is Chris oh. Evans from Boston? Yes, and I believe Amy Poehler, and the three of them are speaking. No, Rachel Dratch, I believe it is. And oh, it's Rachel a, Dratch, it's like I a know couple she's years back, yeah. a Super Bowl commercial, and they're all are speaking. Are they just putting it on though? Like, their or native does he tongue. really speak that way? That's how they as really. He's, all three okay. of them have that thick, thick, thick <laughs> accent, which makes you want to kind of cross the street. It's like, oh, absolutely, assholes are coming. But Massholes. it's it's this film. If we can, you know, but we'll yeah, let's back get back to, to it. the film. It's it's just so freaking scary. Yeah, I found it terrifying. Well, you know, I have to say that I loved this movie and I kept recommending it to people at the time. And I recommended it to one person who's a a real skeptic. Oh. And I said, you're going to like this film. Yeah. And when I saw her the next day, she punched so many holes in it. (laughs) So when you go to a movie like this, just suspend your disbelief. You know, just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Look, they made it before COVID. Yes, well before COVID, for sure. Movies were different before COVID. (laughs) It wasn't that long ago. It was 2018. Okay, yeah. All the way back then. And it is just, I don't know. I, I love the way the family finds a way to survive. They figured out how to live. Quietly. Absolutely, yeah. You know, there's like, no shoes. No, walking around with no shoes yeah. on. No, no toys that make noise. No, no, everything's quiet. Yeah. And they did it, and um, I, I know, made a lot if, of money. I don't know if I'd want to withstand that. If I had to live in a quiet environment, I would not. I would not do well. I would, I would probably get so um, stir crazy that mm. I would go outside and go ali ali oxen free. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't finish that sentence. I would have been like, hoo-dee-hoo. <laughs> the universal sound for there's a cop nearby. Oh, <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. I didn't know that. According to the movie Neighbors. Oh. <laughs> screens on screens on screens. <laughs> Neighbors. <Hoo-dee-hoo. laughs> well, that that is the touchstone for our generation. What? No. <laughs> Neighbors. Oh, no. But this made a lot of money, so much that they made another one. Yes. And they're going to make a third, I think. It's going to be a prequel. They just keep going. Yeah. And I don't mind. I don't. don't. They're an enjoyable couple. They're fun to watch. It's fun when you know the couple really is in love. I know. And you watch them play it. It's fun. Because are we getting a peek inside or are they really good actors? (laughs) Maybe both. What what if it would have been so horrible if they did a chemistry read and it's like, ah, there's no chemistry here. (laughs) (laughs) I think that happens. I think that happens. Yeah, like uh, maybe with um, Nicole Kidman and uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> There's well, then, no chemistry here. Well, no, they couldn't even get them to see eye to eye. Yeah. <laughs> get another box. Boy oh, my God, the box. Get <laughs> an apple crate. <laughs> Once in the box. Tom Cruise's shoes. <laughs> oh, poor Tom. Oh, okay. please. All right, guys, I'm going to do, I'm going to start this out with a fun one so nobody gets like down in the dumps. A fun apocalyptic movie? A fun apocalyptic movie, I'm yes. I'm excited. It's a comedy. Okay. And it's called. Uh-huh. It's a disaster. It's called It's a Disaster? Yes. And it came out in 2012. That was quite a while ago, right? Yes, it was. Is this an American film? It's an American film and it can be seen on Peacock, Pluto, or Tubi. Is any of that real? <laughs> 
I'm kidding. We all know Tubi, Peacock. Tubi, um, Tubi, David Tubi, Cross Tubi. is in it. Tubi, Tubi, Tubi. <laughs> do, 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 do. We love David Cross. I watch Pluto too. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, David remember. Cross, yeah. America Ferrera. Oh, I love her. Julia Stiles and oh. the rest. This, I think this went by my cue. This well, sounds like something that went by. It's a good movie. That cast. It is funny. I must have seen this. And it's basically four couples meet for Sunday brunch, as they are wont to do every week. I saw this movie. But then they discover they're stuck in a house together as the world may be about to end. I love this movie. It's so so funny. (laughs) It's very funny. Okay, there's a dirty bomb that gets dropped in the city. They're in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Yes. One of them, played by America Ferreira, is a really, 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 like, genius teacher who teaches science and chemistry and stuff like that. She's so bitter. She's so bitter. When she finds out that it's a dirty bomb, she just sits there in shock. Yeah. Because she's the only one out of the group that understands the gravity of the whole situation. She can't process it. She just gets paralyzed. So the thing about the movie that's great is that this is going on outside of the house, but they're dealing with relationship issues that are kind of hilarious. Yeah. One of the women played by, I should have mentioned her because she's a star, actually. She's, um, oh, oh, Julie Stiles. It's Julie Stiles. I did oh, mention yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She comes to the brunch with David Cross. It's a new guy that she's met. And she's, for the first time, introducing him to her friends. Well, and that's the party you want to go to at the end of the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Except they don't know it's the end of the world when they come to the brunch. No. Because it happens while the brunch is going on. But um, David Cross, out of all the whole group, is very reasonable. He's like the straight man the whole time. And and he's funny, though, because when he does his straight man bit where mm-hmm. they're saying outrageous thing and he's like, well, uh, no, um, you know, <laughs> he's just really funny. Right. Yeah, I like him. But there's this huge twist at the end, which I won't say. It's very funny. I liked it. I thought the writing was good and I enjoyed it a lot. I, I'm so glad you brought it up because I watched it and I remember loving it. And now I don't even remember the twist. At you the don't end remember the twist? Because my short-term memory has decided to go on vacation. And I don't know if it's coming back. I think it's, it's just a, starting a new life. It's a really memory. good twist. It's something you don't see coming. Ooh. And I was just like, when it happened, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, yes. oh, but it's funny. It's not there's nothing scary about it. There's nothing um, disturbing about it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again. That's, yeah, that's one of the good ones that should be one of those new classics. Absolutely. I think so. Just you know, and I can't believe it came out 2012. And this was the first time I heard of it because I was. Yeah. I basically said into my remote, apocalyptic movies. <laughs> I said and I got a whole list. I said it to my coffee maker and nothing happened. <laughs> Are you supposed to say it to the remote? That's why. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> yes. I said it to the remote. Remote. I can't even speak. Remote. <laughs> no, I got you. That's a classic. Well, yeah. And, and I feel like that was maybe in the height of Ugly Betty or is this well after Ugly Betty? I kind of think it was after Ugly Betty. I think Ugly Betty is pretty old at this screens point. Screens on screens yeah. on screens. Yes. Thank you. That's a good one. I did not watch one episode of Ugly Betty. Neither did I. Oh my God. But I do know that Ugly Betty was based on a Spanish-speaking sitcom. Of course. On Univision or one of those. It's probably a much better version. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. I love it. I do love uh, Superstore, though. Oh, and yeah, yeah. She was on Superstore. Yeah. She's she's great. 
She's a great yeah, comedic great. actress. Mm-hmm. Big, big fan. Absolutely. You ready for another one? I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to quiz me? Well, I could quiz you. Okay, we'll try. Okay, we'll give it a shot. This movie is from 18 years ago. Ooh. Oh, wait, it's even further back. Hold on. Stop the car. Um. Oh, wait a minute. You know what's fun? What? I have information about the novel it was based on. Oh, that's and, fun. And not the film, which is helpful. That's okay. We, we won't worry we about won't the date. It. It's about 10 years old, the film. Okay. And it stars that lovely Irish actress whose name I will never learn. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Teach me to know how to say it correctly. Saoirse. Just remember it's Saoirse. Don't look at the spelling. Just remember. Don't look at the Yes, absolutely. Just remember. Don't look at the... Did you not hear the thing about my memory a minute ago? Shersha Ronan. Well, yes. What you need to yes. do is go home and meditate on Shersha Ronan. I'm sure that'll end well. Yes. I will do that. <laughs> Shersha Ronan. Well, okay. So she's this gal. She's this lovely American teenage gal mm-hmm. living her life. And the movie starts with her going to live in the UK. Okay. Or possibly it's a vacation. I think she went to live. Mm-hmm. But it's based on a young adult novel. And the, it's called How I Live Now. Whoa. Have you heard of this one? Yes. Okay. I think I actually saw it. It's, it's not your usual young adult movie. Do we, re- do we remember what the disaster was? Yes. It is a um, nuclear bomb okay. that happens not too far away from the countryside in England right. where she is living with her cousins yeah. and, and her aunt. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. And her cousin is Spider-Man. Oh. Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. Pre- oh, yeah. Tom Holland. So cute. Like a 13, 14-year-old yeah. Tom Holland. Or maybe he's 16. I had no idea that Tom Holland actually was a child actor because he was also in... In the movie The Impossible, screens on screens on screens. Oh, that's a movie with Naomi Watts, oh, where yeah. they go to Indonesia to uh, vacation, and the tsunami hits. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. He was I in didn't that. Realize that. Mm-hmm. He's great in it, though. It's a small country family um, in the countryside of England, which of course is gorgeous. Yes. She's an American teen who's mad at everybody. Of course. Um, her mom died when she was born. Mm-hmm. Her dad has started a new life and doesn't want to deal with her. Right. So now she's been shipped off to live with her cousins in England. And her aunt is, of course, a um, population nuclear scientist expert uh-huh. who's involved with everything that's going on currently politically in the world. And they know that based on the movie and what we overhear, uh, something bad is about to happen. Okay. And it ends up happening. A nuclear bomb hits London. And ah. she's just come for a couple of weeks to hang out or maybe for longer. Come to London. Yeah. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, she's in her room. She's looking at her phone. She's mad at everybody. She's got headphones on playing angry music. Yeah. And you got Tom. I don't give a damn about my reputation. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But what's kind of cool is you find out pretty quick that she's got a lot of voices in her head, a lot Mm. of voices, and they're not real positive. There's there's definitely some psychosis working there. Okay. I I must have missed that in the show. But she's capable enough to hold it together and just come across as an angry teen. Oh, okay. But there's some stuff. But it also gives her the wherewithal and the resilience to keep going. It's fantastic. So, of course, she goes to hang out with her family and their cousins, but they're distant cousins because they're in England and she's in America. So it's probably second or third cousins. Right. So, of course, she's like annoyed at everybody and the house is messy and the little girl wants to hang out with her and she's like eh. and Tom Holland's like we'll go to the water it'll be fun we'll swim she's like I don't swim and then she <laughs> looks out and sees in the in the field Mr. English Channing, Channing Tatum this oh, gorgeous yeah. guy mm-hmm. who she boom she's in love then the bomb hits mm-hmm. and mom has gone off to help with the bomb so mom's dead because she's in London so yeah. now it's these this, she got vaporized yeah like an 18 year old guy Tom Holland's probably 14 she's probably yeah. like 16 and you got this little girl and they're all by themselves in the countryside mm-hmm. with a barn 
Right. So, you know, they're out in the water hanging out, and all of a sudden it starts, you know, they hear a big whoosh, all the animals run away, it gets windy, and then mm-hmm. it starts to snow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I saw the day after tomorrow. I know what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah. hilarity does not ensue. It becomes kind of a survivalist thing, and yeah. let's meet back here. Did romance. you like it? I did. Yeah. I, I didn't want to. I wanted to be annoyed by oh, it. Well, I kind of liked it, too. I mean, it was, Good. yeah, it was very English, kind of grim, but yeah. You kind of knew it would end happy, and it kind of um, did, even though it's dark. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well, not. Well, you, you want happy. a little hope sometimes, you know, even though it's an apocalyptic thing. And it does end with hope. Yeah. And she's just a great actress. Oh, yeah. I love her. So she's check it out. one of the ones, right? How I Live Now. Okay, guys. Uh, here's a nice little segue. Yeah. A nuclear bundle. I'm going to give a nuclear bundle. I love that idea. Okay, so basically one night, if you can believe it, I watched three movies back to back to back, apocalyptic movies based on nuclear attacks, nuclear destruction. Made during the Cold War? Um, Yeah, I guess it's probably just before the wall fell, maybe just before um, the Cold War ended Mm. in the early 80s. A good time for nuclear movies. Yes, it was a big time. There were lots of no-nuke concerts and everything. So I guess things were kind of sketchy between us and Russia at the time because three movies came out within months of each other. Wow. So we have The Day After, 1983. Yeah. Testament. Yes. 1983. Yes. And an English movie called Threads. Oh, 1984. Three movies about the same three topic. Three movies. Three very different movies, right? Three very different movies. So The Day After is a very American movie. Had Jason Robards in it, Joe Beth Williams, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, these people existed, oh. everyone. Um, <laughs> and were big in the 80s. Um, they, were, they were our uh, Harry Styles people. Yeah, I suppose yeah. so. So basically it's about the effects of a devastating nuclear holocaust on a small town in uh, eastern Kansas, which you say to yourself, why are we in eastern Kansas for yeah. this? But a lot of the warheads that were released from us are located in places like that. Yeah. Nebraska, Kansas. Isn't that strange? But yeah, I remember that. So basically these warheads were released and everybody in the area knew we're going to get directly hit because these warheads are coming from us, from our town, you know. And it was basically a worldwide holocaust because it was one of those mutually assured destruction situations. Yeah. And they really concentrated on the effects, the blast, the radiation poisoning and that kind of thing. Yes. It it was, you know, there were many characters involved, you know, different storylines and that kind of thing. Yeah. Very depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then there was one called Testament, uh, which can be watched on Paramount+. Plus. Out of the three, this one is the cream of the crop. It is a movie that can stand the test of time and still stands up today because it, it's about the life of a suburban American family scarred after a nuclear attack. Ugh. They live in the Bay Area, and the husband is in San Francisco working, and he's like, oh, I'll be home for dinner, but a bomb hit San Francisco, Ooh. and presumably all the major cities in America, Mm. they didn't show you the blast. They didn't show you any spectacular stuff at all. It was basically about this family now, the mother with her three children, trying to survive. And it's very quiet. You know, the whole town bands together in a way. You know, they Mm -hmm. they still go to church on Sundays, but Mm -hmm. people are dying left and right from radiation, Mm. you know. So basically, funerals are happening constantly. It's very quiet, very poignant. 
and it sticks to your ribs. I, I feel it stars a, a, one of my favorite actresses. A Jane from, Alexander. Yeah, back in yeah. the day. She was mm-hmm. just, she was wonderful. Absolutely. It felt like that one was more like a diary. Like Absolutely. Oh, where's the people from that aisle? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. She actually was writing in her diary. That's a good memory that you have there of it. There's one scene where you just see her and she's not crying or anything. Mm-mm. You just see her from the chest up and you can tell she's doing something and she's like pulling a thread, you know, and you're like, oh, she's darning socks or whatever. And then the camera goes back mm-hmm. and widens the shot and mm-hmm. you see that she is sewing a shroud over her daughter's body. Oh, you know. Um, yes. it, it's just amazing. It's an amazing That's movie. an image I kept with me from that film. Absolutely. That yeah. film is really well done, mm. really well done. And then yeah. there's Threads, which is an English movie, which means it's really grim. <laughs> like if you can get grimmer than the apocalypse, Threads is the one that you want. Well, they live in a place where it rains all day. Absolutely. 1984, you can see it on Tubi. You can also see it on, and I'm not kidding you, Mubi. Oh, no. Mubi? Mubi. M-O-B-I? M-U-B-I. No, this is ridiculous. And <laughs> and AMC Plus, The Effects of a Nuclear Holocaust on the Working Class City of Sheffield, England. I must Hello. have seen this. Hello. There's a bomb. <laughs> I had to see this. And The Eventual Long-Term Effects of Nuclear War on Civilization. Oof. It's kind of an art house piece when you're looking at this because sometimes yeah. they use still photos. And I, I wow. actually think that they used real footage from Hiroshima Ooh. in that. Yeah. Very grim, mm. very quiet. It basically shows you everything that happens. They depict the nuclear winter. Yeah. They depict the people starving and mm-hmm. trying to get food and they depict all of that. Mm. And the very last shot is very oh, jarring. Mm. It's definitely an art house piece, I would say. What you just said reminded me of the flash forwards that Linda Hamilton's character, Sarah Connor, experiences in Terminator? Absolutely, yes. That's, absolutely. That's, yeah, we had some of that where right. I think in the day after they showed footage that was kind of like that where they just show you, the they fence. depict the vaporizing of a person by showing you their skeleton. Yes. Like it's just like this electric thing oh. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then the last one I want to mention in the nuclear bundle is the road. The thing that's interesting about The Road, which came out in 2009 and starred Viggo Mortensen, Charlize Theron, and Cody Mm -hmm. Smith-McPhee. Cody Smith-McPhee was in The Power of the Dog. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But in in this movie, he was very young. He was probably eight years old or something like that. I was going to say, this is a while ago. Yeah, this was 2009. The Road? It's called The Road, and it used to be a book, or it was a book. It is a book by <laughs> Cormac, not a book anymore. <laughs> Cormac McCarthy. Okay. And you can watch it on Freevee, Pluto, Tubi, Roku. You know, in the future, <laughs> when when the generations from now listen to this, when they pick it up in the time capsule, they say, you know, it's just gibberish what they're saying. <laughs> These are not real channels. But they are real channels. They're real channels for now. But anyway, <laughs> in a now. dangerous post-apocalyptic world, an ailing father defends his son as they slowly travel to the sea. So Ooh. that's why it's called the road, because they're yeah. on the road trying to go to the sea. They don't mention what the catastrophe is, Mm. but you can put two and two together because one of the characters that they end up seeing on the road has cataracts over his eyes. Mm. And that's one of the radiation things that happen to you, you know? Wow. But to experience four movies. Absolutely. But I have to say the road ended with hope. Oh, yay. Yes. The road ended with hope. Glad to hear. Testament ended with a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. Yeah. Yeah. But the day after, none whatsoever. 
and yeah. Threads, no. <laughs> Gosh, during that time period when those films came out, I was deeply, deeply into all of that. Yes. Hard. I know. I loved it. I know. People say to me, why do you like to watch apocalyptic things? Doesn't it make you very depressed? I'm like, no, I actually kind of like them. But that's just yeah. me, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's maybe just, we have some listeners who feel the same. I yeah. Hope. It gives me hope. I kind of feel like, oh, it's, my life ain't so bad. Things ain't so bad. <laughs> We're not going to get cancer if we step outside. Well, or will we? <laughs> Look, it, it's it's a dark time yeah. in the world, but it's not 1983 uh, no. apocalypse movie during no. the Cold War. No, because you know we're st- we still have a, a Russian problem right now. Oh, but we still had Princess Diana. The world was better. Absolutely, she was a absolutely. Good we'll be right back. Oh, oh, oh. Well, well, if it isn't the podcast listeners. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I would like you to listen to Screens on Screens on Screens, the podcast. I've traveled all over Middle Earth, and there is not one podcast that I would like to listen to other than Screens on Screens on Screens on my weary travels to pick out another hobbit, to traumatize and send on a long, desperate journey to save all of Middle-earth. Like, subscribe, and share. And who knows, I might choose you to be my next ring-bearer. Remember, Frodo, that's screens on screens on screens. Screens on screens on screens. All right. What do you got next? I got one that's filled with stars, and I'm going to just read their names. Stars. You're going to tell me the names. Filled with stars. (laughs) Like the night sky. Can someone punch me in the face so I can see some stars? (laughs) What is that from? (laughs) That's from, uh, I forget her name now. Screens on screens on screens. Yeah, she used to be on on Mary Tyler Moore. Give me some names. Cloris Leachman? Yes. Okay. Cloris Leachman. She was at a roast <laughs> yes. and she was making fun of the people on the dais. She's like, would someone punch me in the face so I can see some stars? God, I loved her. <laughs> she was the best. We never saw Lars. We have no idea what Lars, Lars looked like. But, you know, I, I like people calling me Maya because I wrote a Morgan right. Maya, what That's are you doing? That's more, guys. Yeah. Okay. Oh, What's your next? So cute. Like, we have to explain to the children. We do. We do. They don't know. I'm going to just say stars names and you're going to tell okay. me the movie. You ready? Got it. I'm going to start at the bottom. Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Kid Curry, Ariana Grande, Ron Perlman, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, Tyler Perry. I don't know who that is. Oh, Hill. don't look up. Yes. Jennifer it's Kid Lawrence. Cuddy. It's Kid Cuddy. What did I say? Kid Curry? Shirsty Ronan. What is it with Kid Cuddy? Like Kid Cuddy is um, in a lot of, uh, he's going to come up again. Oh. He's going to he's gonna come up again. He is. Yeah, go ahead. Kid Cudi. Jennifer Kid Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio right. are the main the stars. The two stars, yeah. Don't look up. Don't look and up. Adam McKay joint. Hated it. You hated it. <laughs> yes, See, I did. And I kind of loved it. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Because if yeah. you're talking about it, you should love it. Yeah, but people who it. you and I both know who love movies also hated it. Yeah. So I feel a little bad about that. <laughs> I just found it to be. No, it's okay to like you know, yeah. I'm, a lot of people liked it. It was kind of, uh, and it was, and it was jerky filmmaking. I enjoy that. I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio playing like a nerdy guy was funny to see. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence anywhere. I'm gonna yeah, go. Yeah, love her. I'm gonna cross the street. It's just I like the wig she was wearing. Yes. So um, the catastrophe was global warming. 
Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. It tells the story of two astronomers attempting to warn humanity about the approaching comet that will destroy human civilization. Remember the comet in asteroid movies? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was Armageddon. Armageddon, uh, um, impact, um, something impact. Deep impact. Deep impact. Screens yes. on screens on screens. Screens on screens on screens. But this is one where they're like, hey, it's coming. It's going to be bad. And they go on talk shows and everybody's just laughing. Yeah. And, say, and now with the weather. I'm like, so basically, when I said global warming, it's oh, yeah. clearly not about global warming. It's about the asteroid or the comet or something. But it's well, it's a metaphor for... It's the, for us. That's it. The impact event is an allegory for yes, an allegory. climate change. Yes. Film, like I'm reading this, guys. I'm yeah. not, these aren't <laughs> words coming out of my brain. And the film is a satire of government, political, celebrity, media, indifference to the climate crisis. Right. It's Absolutely. what's going to happen if we don't get our crap together. The, the reason I didn't like it is because it's very hard to do satire now because things are so bad. A couple of presidents ago caused satire to die. Yeah, absolutely. And I just yeah. don't laugh at it. I don't think it's funny because yeah. it's just so real. No, because yeah. the perverse is now the normal. Absolutely. And we can't come out of that. Yeah. We're trapped in this weird um, fever yeah. dream. And actually, reality. Judd Apatow, one of my favorites, did another satire um, based on the COVID lockdowns. Oh, yeah. Not funny. I not watched funny. that. I was like very disappointed. Yeah, not I funny. It. I was like, just, and I said right yeah. after I watched that movie, you remember, I said, no more satire for me. <laughs> No, no more. It's like it's not working. <laughs> Everybody stop doing that. It's like, I guess we're going back to romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We're cycling seriously. back. But yeah. Or just stick with the uh, apocalyptic. Oh, yeah. But I mean, if the, and I don't recommend you see Don't Look Up unless you want to see all these people dressed funny and being silly. And Kate Blanchett playing just a shallow TV interviewer yes. is fun. It's nice to see all of those actors, actually. They did. Yeah. You know, they're great. It's yeah. nice to to look at them. Very stacked. Yeah, that movie. Jonah Hill's in it, and it's just Jonah it's, Hill. Yeah, it's, it's fun. He, he was good. He was funny. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of, and that ends with hope too, even though it's not really hopeful. Oh yeah, it's like the it's kidding. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, we 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 can't give it away, no. but you'll, you'll you'll see. You'll see if you watch it. Okay, guys, I'm bundling two. Ooh, we've got one that stars Adrian Grenier. What's he from? He's from Entourage. He's from Entourage in a movie. Yes. Was he it, was also, remember, he was in uh, was The Devil Wears... <laughs> no. <laughs> Escobar? What was he playing in the movie, in the TV show? He was making a movie in, in Entourage. I actually watched it. Did you watch Entourage? No. Never mind. Go back Absolutely to what you not. were saying. Um, he was also in The Devil Wears Prada as the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. he made her a cheeseburg sandwich, yeah. a grilled cheese sandwich with a Yarlsberg. That's how you yeah. know he loves her. <laughs> no one's it. ever made me a cheeseburger with... No, but Whatever Yals, you said. Yalsburg. See, I can pronounce that. It starts with a J. But Saoirse Ronan? I got nothing. Saoirse. See? No. Okay, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's back. Kid, Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi. <laughs> rapper Kid Cudi. I guess he's, he's acting. He's, he's doing fine. Um, and McKenna Grace, I don't know who she is. No but either. anyway, a mysterious terrorist attack causes chaos in the cities, and a group Ooh. of friends take refuge in their countryside cabin. But the challenges of living in a post-apocalyptic world soon take their toll on relationships within the group. This is a relationship movie. It's kind of like the takes big its, chill. It takes its toll on relationships. It's the end of the world. Oh, I need to watch the big chill soon. It's kind of like the big chill. It doesn't have a soundtrack. Um, but it's, And how is it like the big chill? <laughs> but it's these friends dealing with problems they have with each other. And Kevin Costner dies. Kevin Costner. Never oh, in the big chill. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Reaching. Kevin Costner was in The Day After. He was really young. He oh. was like 20. No, he was in Testament. 
He was like 20, 21 or something like they're that. They're intertwined yeah. in my head because I think Jason yes, Robards absolutely. has a conversation with yeah. Jane Alexander yeah. and they're two different but movies. They, but they have to be separated because Testament is so much better. It but is. anyway, um, so in this movie, there there's a couple. They live away from the city. Oh. They have a homesteading type thing going on. They have uh-huh. chickens, plants, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And it's the husband played by Adrian Grenier who is like, this is his joint, man. This is his log cabin or whatever. Wow. He's off grid kind of. So he's everything's cool. You know, he's got lots of stocks of stuff. Yeah. Um, and his friends are coming up to visit him. And during the whole thing, that's when the crap hits the fan. Oh, no. And so they're together and they have to stay together. But then stuff happens. You know, there are people around yeah. them who, you know, a couple of military guys come and try to like you know, take their stuff, you know, stuff like this is going on the whole time. But then they're dealing with marital problems and, um, oh, one of the friends used to, my wife used to go out with one of the friends that are here and he still loves her and blah, blah, blah. So this is happening during the apocalypse. How do you think about that crap when the world is ending? Like, (laughs) absolutely. They took it so seriously. It's like, dudes, you do realize that like everybody, like everything's messed up. Is the subtitle, we're narcissists and we don't care? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy young whippersnappers. The world is coming to an end and all they can think about is themselves. It's the end of the world, but on our second anniversary, you bought me shoes. <laughs> it's like you don't know me. You've always loved her. I knew it. Is that a handy full of your hair? <laughs> Listen, you're not hearing me. <laughs> Um, and then I'll bundle it with How It Ends, which is on Netflix from 2018. It has Theo James in it. Theo oh, James. Oh, he's pretty. He's pretty. And Forrest Whitaker. Also fun. So it's it's fun. He's got a funny eye. So there's an apocalypse going on. A man, played oh. by Theo James, struggles to reach his pregnant wife, who is thousands of miles away. He should take a car. <laughs> Well, he did. Is he struggling? With his father-in-law. His father-in-law is Forrest Whitaker. Wait a minute. This is a wrench you've thrown into the plot. And Forrest Whit- Whitaker is pissed off at this guy because he's not being the husband he should. He needs to be. Again, relationship issues. Relationship issues. So what? as they're doing this road trip together and lots of crazy stuff happening yeah. on the road, yeah. lots of crazy stuff, oh, wow. they're dealing with this this conflict that they have with each other. Yeah. And of course, you know, as movies go by the end of the trip, yeah, things are better. Right. It's as if the executive producer said, it sounds good, but what if it were the end of the world? Absolutely. This is what's happening with movies now. It's like, yes, yeah, I'll give you the million, but you know, make it, a, <laughs> make it, make it a comment. And, and the thing that's amazing <laughs> is that they don't mention what the catastrophe is, but when he's trying, when he's on the road with, you know, when he's on the road, he's trying to outrun a mountain that just autom- all of a sudden collapses. Like, no, oh. no one knows what it is they're trying to tell us is happening. Mountains collapsing doesn't sound like something I've heard was going to happen during the end of the world. Right, exactly. It and it's not thing? nuclear. It's not nuclear. What if a sinkhole lived under a mountain? I would watch that movie. Right. Or what if it's what if it's a repeat of Pangea just breaking up and floating <laughs> What's Pangea? Well, you know, there used to be, um, before the continents, there was a mass of land and they broke up into continents and floated away over millions and millions Uh, of years. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, yeah, that was Pangea. So what if... There's a name for that happening? Well, the the mass split. Well, the mass was called Pangea. I did not realize Yeah, but I guess... I don't know. Maybe the action itself would be called. See, that's why you can remember how to pronounce Irish girl's <laughs> name because you got things like 
whatever this brand of Pangea. makeup, Pangea. It's I would, a, yeah, their my, foundation is perfect. My little cousin's name is Pangea. It's, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a makeup. I could get it at Ulta. Right, Pangea. <laughs> For every skin tone. Have you heard about the new dance that's sweeping the nation? It's Pangea. called Pangea. All the kids are doing it on TikTok. <laughs> Um, Where but are we maybe, going? We've gone everywhere. Well, but maybe there's like a shift in the Earth's plates or something, and maybe that's what's happening because that's, I don't yeah. know if you know this, but in Kenya, uh-uh. there's this like crack like through like through the middle of it that's like 50 feet deep, and they're thinking that Africa may split eventually. Oh, that's <laughs> something we need to look at. That needs to be a movie, right? That needs to be discussed. <laughs> That's why they should have had the road picture with Forrest Whitaker and Theo James. Right, right. Trying to get well, over it. Well, it was kind of like that in a way. Oh my God. Yeah. It's funny that the end of the world thing doesn't really matter. It's the MacGuffin. It's all yeah. about the relationships. Absolutely. It's like yeah. it doesn't matter what the catastrophe is. Look no. at what's going Look at how it's causing stress on this already yeah. stressed relationship. Meanwhile, <laughs> you and I are yelling at our coffee maker and remote, show me the disaster. I want the dis- I don't care if they make up. Where's the disaster? Oh, they reconciled. I don't care. Why did that mountain fall? Why did it just crumple? I know. It's well, crazy. I'm glad they got away. Well, because but... Maybelline made it fall. Panacea, what? How do you pronounce it? Maybe it's born with it. Panacea. Panacea. (laughs) Pangea. (laughs) So close. So close. Uh, I remember when I used to care about how to say things. (laughs) Now it's just whatever. I blame my accent. It's not because of the accent. I only have one left. That's okay because I have one more after you. Of course you do. Because I bundled some. There's so many out there, my well, God, people. There's screens. so many, and it's your genre. It's your genre. Yeah, it's my genre. It is. I want to really tell is. you about so many more, but I'm like, well, maybe there'll some be some of a, them. Yeah, but we'll know. have a part two. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Because you know, everybody's going to be so cheerful after this one. Well, it's I mean, <laughs> it's a laugh, right? It just makes you feel good. You you wake up in the morning and you feel more chipper. Absolutely, you're alive. Yeah, the world didn't end. I think I like those movies because they didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Why exactly. Current life is like. Yeah. <laughs> and if it does happen in the future, the movies help you, you know, yeah. kind of uh, prepare. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be able to sit around and talk about movies and have to try to remember what they were. We won't have our phones because there won't be any uh, <laughs> that's cell right. service that's in the future. There won't be cell that's Well, let's not get into all that. One more fun, super awesome movie. Do you want me to guess? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you will be able to. Well, come on. Try me. All right. Okay. Let's try. It's Based on an alien spaceship that comes down to Earth in 1982, and it just decides to hover over Johannesburg, South Africa. District 9. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who are you, and what have you done with a human that used to be Jay? You have such a memory. District 9. I'm so glad you know this movie. I feel so happy right now. Um, Yeah, a lighthearted romp. Did you like it? When it was done, I, I had liked beef it. with it. Okay. When it was over, I liked it, but that's because I also say I like exercise because I like when it ends. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It wasn't something I could find anything to connect to. The characters, um, the motivation of the main character seemed to shift. Was he good? Mm-hmm. Was he bad? Was he good? Was he bad? Was mm-hmm. he good? Was he, he's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, But oh. he kept changing. He did. Yeah. Like in his morals too. Yeah. Which was not expected. But it's this great movie, and I, I like the accent. It's a cool accent. South I kind of feel like I need to watch it again because I think I was really focused on the wrong thing, but there's probably a deeper meaning in it's it. It's about immigration, <laughs> isn't it? Um, 
the they go up to the ship uh-huh. and they go. There's no aliens in here. Oh, here they are. Oh, they're all sick. Let's bring them down. Right, Let's yeah. put them in Tent City. Eh, they're yeah. different. Let's call them prawns. Yeah. Let's give them a name to dehumanize yeah. them. Well, actually, they're aliens. But let's yeah. make them less than us. Mm-hmm. And let's make them all live in shanty towns. Why are they all yeah. wearing sports? Uh, I kind uh, of clothes? felt like it was it's about racism. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the way <laughs> the way they depicted the people in the shanty town like bothered me a little bit. But I think I'm going to watch it again because I think I'll probably get a lot out of it. It it it. Yeah. I mean, it had much acclaim. Well, the special effects are nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the prawns look real. I do enjoy the image of a spaceship over a city. I've always enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, that's so creepy, isn't it? Yeah, like I liked Arrival, even though it was in the like on the prairie oh, in the desert. Oh, right, yeah. It's one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. movies of all time, but mm-hmm. Amy Adams. Yeah. And no, she didn't sing in it, but still, it's a good movie. Or Cook. <laughs> and uh, any and, uh, other movies, it's just the... the um, the one with oh, I think Morgan Freeman. When see the president, the one where was that the, the Deep Impact I one where a spaceship um, on every city. Which one was that? Oh, I don't know if Morgan Freeman was that one. Which one was that? Um, it wasn't War of the Worlds, was oh, it? Oh, it probably was War of the Worlds, and it wasn't Morgan Freeman at all. He was in one of the Impact ones. Yeah, he was in the Deep Impact one that as one. the president, right? Yes. Yeah. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. And uh, yeah. I feel like Bill. No, Bill Pullman was. We're probably missing. Independence Day. We're probably missing one where they had him. Yeah, in every major city. What? Or maybe we were thinking of the miniseries from the late 70s called V. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm thinking of screens V. Screens on screens on screens. V. You brought up V, Jay. Oh, that's funny. V, Jay. Jay, you brought up V. V was one of my favorite, 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 favorite. Mark Singer was in it. Mark Singer, yeah. And the, and the chick unhinges her jaw and she swallows a rat because she's an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 were, lizard they were lizard people. They were lizard people. lizard people. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. loved yeah. V. <laughs> we were kids, loved guys. It. We were kids. Yeah, when tiny. That came out. I think I was yeah. a teenager. So I remember seeing the movie and then it was a series, I think. Or was it just a miniseries straight I thought out it was the just gate? a miniseries. Yeah. But it was Mark Singer. Mark Singer. I don't know yeah. why I had a crush on him. Yeah, I don't either. That's weird. He played a blind guy in a movie, too. I thought that was Maybe fun. that's why I had a crush on him. I did like that movie. I did, I did remember him being the blind guy. That yeah. was a good one. You have automatic sympathy for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what makes you like him. It's yeah. like, oh, he's blind. Let me help him. <laughs> just another narcissist. Just because he can't see doesn't mean he's a good person. But uh, Which reminds me of the movie. <laughs> screens on screens on screens and on screens. this screen. is not apocalyptic, but it reminds me of the movie Ice Stand. Castles, ice castles. Is it the ice skating movie? Yeah, she's she ends up, you know, being becoming blind. Oh. That movie, oh my god! Like oh god. it just got me. I, I was I, such a I'm kid when I watched it. One. But District Nine, <laughs> District Nine, just okay. rough, rough. But I still kind of liked it. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch it again because. I want to have an open mind. I didn't last time when I saw it. I saw it in the theater, and I was like, I think I want to oh, leave now. If I paid for that and didn't watch it on um, <laughs> my elbow or whatever channel I watched it on, I think it was called my elbow. Maybe it was shoes. Ooby dooby doo. Scooby. Luby. Luby. <laughs> That's okay. just adult material. That's just adult material, yeah. But okay, I've got one more. Last one. Okay. It's called it's called Station Eleven, and it's a, a oh. limited series on HBO Max. Came out in twenty twenty one. It has Mackenzie Davis in it, Himesh Patel, Lori Petty, Daniel Deadweiler, who was in Till. 
I loved it. Her. I watched it on your recommendation, and I loved it. You watched Station Eleven? I did a while ago. Oh wow! Yeah, love, love, um, loved it. Gail Garcia Bernal, who yeah. was in Motorcycle Diaries, an old, very handsome guy. Yes. Um, po- apocalyptic saga spanning multiple timelines, telling the stories of survivors of a devastating flu. Yes. As they attempt to rebuild and reimagine the world anew, while holding on to the best of what's been lost. And it embraces the love of theater. It embraces the love of theater. Um, Art can save us. Yes, absolutely. The themes were about art um, for art's sake and also about people and how we need people. Yes. So it's really a cut above many apocalyptic movies out there. It's very literary. You know, it comes from a book. You're smarter after watching it. Absolutely. Uh, The way they shoot it, um, the different timelines and how they intersperse them and I just remember the last scene getting me like making me cry because it it just all comes down to people and how important people are always fun to talk about movies and TV with you Jay it's always fun so thanks for listening bye bye screens on screens on screens